0: Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Chase. And last week on the podcast, we talked a little bit about uh,
1: places and ways to reach new relationships. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about overcoming the fears and maybe even some of the awkwardness that can happen when you're trying to initiate new relationships. Here we go. So today we're talking about what in YFC we refer to as contacting. But again, this is basically just being where, where people are with the purpose of initiating new relationships. And we understand that that doesn't always go like we want it to. It doesn't always go well. Yes. And uh, and so because of that, A, there's the awkwardness, but I think there's definitely some fear as well.
0: You ever been around somebody, Chase, that is kind of really awkward and then you s- suddenly feel really awkward too? Yes, I mean, I think I talked last
1: time. Right now, I was like, "Yes, you're making me really awkward." (laughs) (laughs) But I also like to create awkward moments too. So I guess it's partly my fault. Maybe I'm that guy. If you don't know a guy that makes you feel (laughs) awkward, it's you. (laughs) Is that how it goes? (laughs)
0: No, but no, but we can make it awkward for everybody around us one way or the other. And so sometimes that causes us to be afraid to even step into those situations. So today we want to we want to talk about that. So there may be times when contacting really scares you and you just you pull up to the school campus or into the neighborhood or to the the detention center and you just go I don't want to do this today. And you just turn around and you drive away and it doesn't get done. No new students are engaged. You don't engage with even the people you know. And so you're just like, you're not even present, right? The relationships don't even happen. Maybe you've gone before and someone has just totally made fun of you. Mm-hmm. Like we hear stories about this all the time of staff and volunteers that are on campuses and just it just doesn't go well. Maybe you get called a name, maybe people are like, who are you? You're not welcome here. Those kinds of things. You'll it get
1: glares or glances or yeah. even the cold shoulder. I mean, you may ask a question and students will just literally look away and not even answer your question. Like that happens.
0: I've had a student look me right in the face and not answer my question and that's even more <laughs> Awkward. And like he, then
1: he acknowledged that you asked the question yeah. and then And then he was like, like I don't know
0: me. you. I'm not answering your question. It was the <laughs> look that he gave me. Mom told me never to talk to strangers. <laughs> I think maybe that's what it was. Yeah, could um, be. Um, but yeah, so you you there may be some rejection in the past or maybe it just didn't go well. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit more. Like how do you bounce back
1: from a rejection or somebody makes fun of you or something else? Like how do you handle that?
0: First of all, you you got to cry a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and go home and cry. Like that's okay. (laughs) You have to acknowledge that. Yes, that was probably not great. Whether you did something wrong or not. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you had great intentions. You had a great question lined up to ask them and they just totally, maybe they started speaking in Spanish (laughs) at the table you sat down at and called you a gringo. That happened to one of our friends. Uh Right. Right. And, uh, so how do you go back? I think, I think you got to acknowledge first of all that it, that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think another thing, like
1: after you, you take a moment to cry um, <laughs> is, is to, to kind of go back to that student or that group um, and 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 recognize them. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I wrote down here in the notes that, that I still see you. Um, I think so many times students or even people who are lost or, or away from the Lord, they push people away intentionally. Yeah. So they may have made that comment or said what they said, because maybe they, they fear what a, what a friendship, what a relationship with you could look like. And so they intentionally, intentionally push that away. And so just let them know, like, I still see you. I still know you're there and I'm not afraid to continue to try to pursue this
0: relationship. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, I think another thing too, is just recognize something that they did. So maybe it's, maybe they play football and you saw them on the field Friday night, whether they got in the game or not. Um, you know, that's the kid that last week rejected you when you tried to talk to him and the next week you come up and say, "Hey, I didn't know you played football. I saw you on the field the other day. That you made a great play." Or uh, you know, if they didn't play, don't say that. Right. Uh, Cuz the, then they won't talk to you on the yeah. sidelines the whole time. <laughs> but no, I, "Hey, I was at the football game the other night and I saw you there. Um, I didn't know you played football. How long you've been playing?" You know, use those kinds of things to re-engage conversation if you can learn something about the, the student in the meantime.
1: Sure, yeah. So, um, as we, we kind of said last time in, in our tips for initiating new relationships is that, you know, we
0: have to bathe this
1: in prayer. And I think that goes even beyond ourselves.
0: Yeah. So, invite others to pray with you. So, when you, you drive up, you sit in your car, and you just say a prayer asking for for courage and maybe direction, but maybe you send a text to a few people and say, Would you pray with me? I'm just not feeling it today.
1: Sure. And I think that can be a, a really simple prayer. Um, of God, just lead me to the one student, you know, you want me to have a conversation with, or God, who's the group of students? God, just let me have one good conversation today. And then that one student can be, or that one group of students can be the starting point for the next time you go into that lunchroom or you go to that practice because you had one good conversation and now you can use that one student to introduce you to their friends or whatever
0: that is. So, yeah, I remember going to track practices at the school that I served and, uh, not knowing what was gonna happen because students were all over the place on the track and doing field events and yes, stuff. Yes, track and is
1: organized, is unorganized chaos. Yeah, yeah, it's- and so
0: just like, what do I do? I'm, I'm invited to be here, it's okay for me to be here, it's safe, I'm following the guidelines and the rules, but where do I start? Because there's people everywhere. And the first event I walked past was the shot put, and I knew the kid at the time that was throwing, and so I just stopped and I watched, and I talked to him when he came over, and then when it was his turn to go back up, I had already learned names of other people standing around. And so I continued conversation there, learned names and initiated relationships there. So again, start you start with prayer mm-hmm. and then maybe find the one yeah. <laughs> that you know and begin to learn the names of people around them. Sure. I think it's also really important to think about, um,
1: you know, what kind of things are you interested in? It's easier sometimes to have a common ground. So maybe find some things that you're interested in and, and start there.
0: Yeah. So I just mentioned going to track practice, like track wasn't something I loved. When I was in high school, I didn't do it, especially Mm -hmm. shot put. I couldn't do it. (laughs) I wasn't like strong enough, Uh, but soccer was my thing. And so I actually, the place I love to be was on the soccer field, meeting the coaches, meeting students. And so that would be like the first place that I would go during that season to engage, to meet some new people. And I've still to this day have incredibly rich relationships with students that I met five, six years ago because I went to soccer practice one time.
1: Yeah, so having a, a, a starting point, a common ground is an easy way to start conversations.
0: I think in that moment too, we didn't talk about this on our script, but like it demonstrates a knowledge about the thing that they're mm. involved in. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's a level of respect, at least at some point. If I walked up to someone in band and pretended like I knew what was happening, right. they would look at me like I was crazy. And then not talk to me ever again, <laughs> right, right, because right. I pretended like I knew something about mm-hmm. something I didn't. But on the soccer field, I did. So when I approached students who were at band camp or whatever, it was totally different. So another idea that I know
1: we've talked about multiple times on this podcast um, is is to take somebody with you.
0: Yeah, you're right. We've we've talked about this time and time again because I think it's so important that we take someone with us, not only for our sake, that it's more comfortable, but we're modeling for someone else too that who is coming with us. Um, and it just makes it way more comfortable. It's not quite as awkward when you do have someone to talk to when a student looks at you funny.
1: Yeah, sure, or even like like you said, going to a sporting practice, I know nothing about soccer. Um, we just joked about that a little while ago. But <laughs> if I take Brian with me to the soccer practice, now he's able to have those conversations and I'm able to at least be a part of them. And then again, start to have a conversation with the student that way, too. So um, by, by taking somebody with you, I think you kind of broaden your knowledge and in, in the, uh, the things that students might be interested in. As for well. sure. So the last thing I want to mention um, and maybe just stress and, and push for anyone who's maybe got a little bit of stress or anxiety about trying to initiate new uh, relationships is to just do it.
0: Yeah. Because you can go in knowing it's going to feel a little awkward. You're going to face a bad experience when you're trying to meet new people who just don't want you to be there, don't want to talk to you, whatever. But we've got to keep pursuing. Uh, that's the nature of our ministry, mm-hmm. right? It's it's relational, and we need to develop relationships. And to do that, we need to meet people. So we need to keep pushing into that. Um, I think it's going to get easier over time. I know for me, it has. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there are still not moments where... I go to the football game and go, I really don't want to walk up the steps next to the student section. Right. That's so awkward. But I do it Mm -hmm. and you meet new people and so it gets a little easier. And I think it says something to to the student who maybe totally rejected you. And then the next time you come back, you're showing them like what you said to me didn't scare me off. Yeah. I still want to be here for you. And so I think even to them, it opens the door for like, oh, maybe this person's legit. Maybe they really do care. Get up, get up. Thanks for listening this week to the Ministry Leader Podcast. And
1: as always, please make sure you rate and review this. That helps us get found by more and more people. And hopefully more people can find this information useful. And maybe you have a story of a time where contacting or meeting new people did not go as well as you had planned, and we would love to hear about it.
0: We would love to hear about it.
1: Please share your stories on our Facebook page, the Ministry Leader Podcast, and share your contacting
0: disasters. Thanks for listening. It was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know how you do that. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that, you know? I don't like how Good I, I did that. Good <laughs> job. Well, see you later.
1: See, it works, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> but I can't stop recording. It's closer to you. Brian, you know what? I should edit a podcast so
0: I can put your bloopers in there. <laughs> I, put in there. I, put my, I put mine in there. You've been cheating this <laughs> whole time. I put mine in there. They're mostly me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wing most of it. <laughs> mine are just like, nope, that was stupid. I don't like that. Nobody wants to hear that.